to the Naturalista Experience. And hello, 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 loves. It's me, Katie Naturalista. Today's date is Saturday, April 7th, 2018. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. Today we have another exciting show scheduled. We're going to talk about privilege. But of course, before we get into today's topic, I'm going to drop you this track by eBay titled River on the Naturalista Experience.
and welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Just as a reminder of how you guys can find and follow me, catch me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Katie Naturalista. Also, subscribe and watch my YouTube channel. That way you can get your daily and weekly poetry fill. Follow and listen to the Naturalista Experience on Block Talk Radio. And you listeners, look below at those links on the description line. You guys will see ways to be able to purchase my two books, Real Love, Real Life, and Less Redeemed, Love and Pain, Life Reclaimed. Also, stop by and visit naturalistapublishing.com. Enter the world of Katie Naturalista. Also, purchase your Katie Naturalista t-shirt, as well as Find out how you can subscribe and support me on Patreon. So, of course, today's topic is privilege. What side are you on? Yes, you guys, we are going to do this. We are going to talk about this hot topic today. Um, we There is a such thing as black and white privilege. Time and time again, it's being shown that it exists. We can't keep ignoring it um, and saying that it's not something or in that saying that it's not something that's existent and that it's something that's made up because it's just not. I know that some people are hearing this and they're probably saying, here we go again, another black person saying that I have more than them, even though they make more than me, they're living a better life than me and et cetera. But understand when, when somebody says, white privilege, we aren't talking about what your wealth is. We're not talking about what opportunities they're offered. There's so much more than that. And let me explain to you guys this line that's been drawn in the sand. This is about how people of color are literally under the gun before any other race that walks this earth. Folks, I'm so sick of hearing unarmed black males getting gunned down and them being portrayed as thugs. I don't want to hear people saying, well, if they didn't dress like that, if they weren't listening to that thug music, if they didn't speak the way that they did, then that wouldn't have happened. No, that is wrong to stereotype an individual in that sense. Think about it. If you are a Christian person walking this earth, what is the one thing that you are taught in the church? What is the one thing that your grandmother tells you? What is the one thing that Jesus or God, him or herself tells his children? He says, come as you are. Let me repeat that so it sinks in. Jesus or God tells his children to come in his house as you are. So you're saying that people can't walk the earth the way that they want without being shot? or without being profiled, or without being chased down, or without being pulled over, or without being harassed. I'm just being real, folks. Um, but of course, before we continue on to this hot button issue, we are going to go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, I will go ahead and do a poetry recital again later on in the show today. Um, the tune I'm going to drop your way is going to be Rari, titled God's Whisper. Live alive on my knees. You think I am nothing. I am nothing. You got something coming. Something coming because.
chose Yeah Show your brave Yeah Those who fade Yeah On a mission Led By intuition You should listen Because And hello, loves. Welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Before the break, we were discussing black and white privilege and how it truly exists. You can see one person portrayed on the news in one light of innocence, and then the other is just straight criminalized and called a thug. Um, Of course, before we go further into today's topic, you all know that I do a a poetry recital during the show. The piece I'm going to perform for you all today is called Claim. This piece can be found in my newly released book, Real Love, Real Life. Again, this poem is titled Claim. How many more do you have to claim until they claim yours? Another one down, who's taking score? There are so many names that are compiling on this list. It's a resurrection of the modern-day lynch. This is for Trayvon, Jordan, Tamir, and Kendrick. Trayvon went for candy. Jordan listened to music, and Tamir was a kid. Kendrick rolled in a mat murdered by his peers. They didn't deserve this. Sadly, it doesn't end here. This is for Anthony, Eric, Philando, and Sandra, my kings and queen. Anthony wanted to get home. Eric was making a living. Philando, the town's hero who never stopped giving. And Sandra just wanted to live. They were murdered. What happened to Liberty? Say her name. You're late on delivery. The courts slandered and defamed their names. There are so many more. It's too many names. How many more do you have to claim? How many before they claim your own? That piece is titled Claim. It is in my newly released book, Real Love, Real Life. Also loves, check out my debut book, Lust Redeem, Love and Pain, Life Reclaim. Both titles can be purchased on Amazon. Make sure you guys grab both titles and immerse yourself into the heart and mind of Katie Naturalista. As you all know, after the reading, there's a behind-the-scenes story I'd like to share. Before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. You'll hear a tune titled Nevermind by B.D. Bell, and right behind that, you'll hear Hate It or Love It by Evil Needle on The Naturalista Experience. You know better than I what 
Welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Remember, loves, you guys can find and follow me on all social media outlets. Check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure that you guys watch and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Also, go on to naturalistapublishing.com to purchase your Naturalista t-shirts and stay in tune with everything Katie Naturalista. If you'd like to be featured or even advertised on the Naturalista Experience, check out Patreon. My personal page is patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore naturalista. See how we can make that happen for you. So before the break, uh, we were discussing white and black privilege and how it's a real thing. I felt it in my heart to talk about today's topic because I feel like everything we are seeing in the media, all of these things that some of us are experiencing in our everyday lives is causing more anxiety than what any of us need. Personally, I'm so sick of turning on the TV to see another black man was shot or killed and he was unarmed or even he was armed but had a license to carry and told the officer he had a weapon just to make certain they were being a law-abiding citizen. This has to stop somewhere, folks. Um, I feel like the only way we can be the catalyst to ending this unbalanced scale is to have understanding. Now, mind you, I have friends from all races, cultures, and creeds, and the only thing that I hear from my friends that are not people of color or that may be of another nationality, they always say, why do black people think that other people have more privilege than them? Then it goes into their many phrases. Um, I have so many black people that live in my neighborhood. It's a nice neighborhood. So obviously they aren't doing that bad. Also, my coworker Jamal got this promotion over me. My friend Tara makes almost 10K more than I do. I had four of my black friends graduate being doctors, lawyers, and accountants. There's no such thing as white privilege. This is the scope that most see it in, but we don't chuck white and black privilege up to just wealth, education, success, and opportunity. We are literally talking about how being black in America or in other parts of the world, it almost seems like you have to walk on eggshells every day. If you're not a person of color, you probably don't know that feeling. (laughs) So let me give you an example. We literally get discriminated, not just by people outside outside of our race, but even by our own people. And I actually have two stories that I want to share with you guys just to give you some insight on what I'm talking about. So um, there's this beauty supply store um, in this part of Georgia. I won't say what city, but they're no longer in business. This could possibly be why. (laughs) But um, there's this black owned beauty supply store that I used to go to all the time when I would go to purchase my hair. I had been going there for almost about five, six years going there to purchase my braiding hair or whatever else I would get. Well, one day I went in there and this is after I probably hadn't been in maybe about a good six months. Um, And I walked in the store. I saw that they had, um, if I know a lot of you ladies may be familiar, but you know, where they have the braiding box of hair on the floor. I saw that they had braiding hair on sale on the floor in a box. And I was like, ooh, you know, let me see what they have. And that way, you know, I could possibly get more than what I bargained for. Well, you know, I had my purse in my hand and at the time I had my phone in my hand as well. Well, the pants I wore that day, unfortunately, did not have pockets. So I had to put my phone in my purse. Well, I stooped down to go ahead and look at the box, but then I noticed that I had that little dilemma. So I stood up, threw my phone in my purse and knelt back down. The owner, mind you, a black man, um, had walked over to me and was like, you just put something in your purse. And I'm like, my phone? Yeah, but I didn't put anything else in my phone. So he's like, you're stealing. I need to see your bag. What, what's in your purse? And I'm like, I wouldn't steal anything. I'm like, I've been shopping here forever. I'm like, I know that you're normally not here and that your son's normally running the spot, but I promise you, I'm not stealing anything from you. And he was like, you need to give me your bag now or leave. And I was like, well, in that case, I will just leave. So to me, it was really disappointing to think that somebody who is the same race as me thought that I was stealing. Normally I would get that in regular retail stores where you always have somebody following me. I know that people probably watch that on television. They're like, oh, that's not true. They don't do that to you guys. No, they actually do. I can literally walk rack to rack 
and have somebody not ask me, you know, if I need help with anything, but just look at me or just keep passing by where I am. And I'm just like, really, really, I I know what I came in here for. I'm not going to steal from you. But to have someone who is literally a reflection of you, even though he's a black male, he's still black. Think that I would steal from his pocket. That was painful. But the thing is, is it happens. And as a people, I feel like we need to make it a best practice to not say these things that kind of, you know, are spoken out into the universe. And I'm, I'm talking about when they're like, man, you know, black folks always stealing. You know, you can't trust no black. folks. Stop saying that nonsense, because that's not true. It, it, it's just really, really not true. Be mindful of what you put out there. So, you know, of course, that that's the first story that I wanted to share with you all. Um, the second story that I have, it's actually a little comical. Um, and this is a little bit more recent. I'd actually went out to lunch. Um, and I usually go to lunch by myself on my lunch break. And I went to this favorite place I love to go. It's a Greek restaurant. And these older uh, white ladies, you know, they were there. And it was so funny because you could tell one of the ladies, she was the daughter of, you know, uh, her, her and her mom were out there to lunch. So she was the daughter. She wanted to speak to me so bad, but could not find the angle to actually start a conversation with me. And it was just, and the thing is, it's not to say that she's not shy to speak to people. No, you could actually see in her face. And I know that you guys know what I'm talking about, where you could see in someone's face that they're just kind of intimidated or they're a little bit shook or they're uncomfortable because they don't know how, you know, you're going to react. That was her, that was her persona or that was how, how she came off. So she was just asking me about the, the cucumber lemon water and if I thought it was great. And I said, you know what? It's actually really, really good. And, you know, I went through everything with her and I was like, you know, because it's great with bloating and it's great for your skin and da, 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 And the look on her face as I'm talking to her, it literally just lit up like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's actually talking to me. I can't believe she knows all this information. <laughs> and then the thing that kind of threw me for a loop was she went through and she said, um, well, you know, you're you're a very pleasant lady. You know, I, I, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. That was the cue to let me know that she thought I was going to be loud. I was going to be dismissive. She thought that I was going to just be angry or just rude. And, you know, all I did, you know, when she said that, I was just like, well, you know, I was like, well, thank you. I was like, you know, it was a pleasure meeting you as well. And and I made sure I said it with a smile. I said it very, very, you know, kind. I wasn't smug about it. But the fact that, you know, she said it, I, I was just like, Okay, you know, it's okay to tell people that they're kind. But when you say, oh, you're such a nice or you're such a kind lady, I didn't expect that. That that's not a compliment, folks. So (laughs) again, that's that's the whole thing about, you know, this whole standard that is already placed upon us before people even actually speak to the person. They haven't even opened the book, per se. They're just looking at the cover, but haven't actually opened the book. Um, but I just wanted to share those two insights with you guys as far as my experience um, and what I've gone through. And of course, I'm going to continue on with today's topic and give you guys some examples um, that I have seen in the news that, like I said, you know, shook my spirit. So before we go any further, we're going to go ahead and take another break. I'm going to drop you this track by Daniel Caesar titled Streetcar on the Naturalista Experience. Let me know Do I still got time to grow? Things ain't always set in stone That be known, let me know Seems like street lights glowing happen to be just like moments passing in front of me so i hopped in the cab and i paid my fare see i know my destination i'm just not there all these street lights glowing Happen to be just like moments passing 
in front of me So I hopped in the cabin I paid my fare See, I know my destination I'm just not there in these streets In these streets I'm just not there in these streets I'm just not there Life just ain't fair Seems like street lights glowing happen to be just like moments passing in front of me. So I hopped in the cabin. I paid my fare. See, I know my destination. I'm just not there. And welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Today's topic is white and black privilege. We're discussing how white privilege is a real thing and black privilege, eh, it's in minimal existence. <laughs> Within the past weeks, uh, I've known, I know you all have been witnessing all the craziness that has been happening. There's been school shootings, bombings, and innocent men and women being killed. Um, I brought up today's topic because I wanted to share with people who may not understand the meaning behind white privilege and why people of color are saying it exists. We are saying it exists not because of opportunities, wealth, etc., but because of examples I'm going to share with you right now. So as you all know, um, in the piece uh, I read earlier, I, I did talk about a few names that were really popular in the headlines recently and in the past few years. And that's if you, of course, have been keeping up. Um, you know that there's so many more. Those were just a few that I actually spelled out in the piece. Um, you, you all know that these past few weeks or a few weeks ago, rather, there was a young man who was 22 years old who was gunned down in his own grandmother's backyard because his white phone was mistaken to be a weapon. Again, whenever I'm, I'm saying a white phone, I mean, meaning it wasn't anything depicted as a gun, as the police stated, it was actually an, a phone that he had in his hand and it was mistaken as a weapon. First, the police assumed that it was a crowbar. Then they said that it was a taser. And then they were like, it was a gun. Well, to find out, when they shot him 20 times, the one thing that l lied next to him was a white phone. That was it. 
Um, and the thing is, is what did he have to get shot 20 times for? What was it for? So first example. Second example, um, you know, another story that hit me really, really hard. And I still ache till this day when I think about it is Philando Castile's story. The man worked at a local school. People claimed he was truly a hero to many children and people in his community. He was a pleasure to be around. Um, As you all know, he was in St. Anthony, Minnesota. The cop pulled him over because of a busted tail light. He claimed that he smelled weed smoke in the car. Ooh, because weed is so harmful. Ooh. And uh, Castile's daughter and girlfriend were in the car. Philando let the officer know he had a permit to carry, attempted to show the officer where the weapon was placed on his person, and the officer felt threatened. I'm going to say it really hard one more time. He felt threatened and shot Philando six times right in front of his daughter and girlfriend and let his body lay there cold. Now, I don't know about you, but at what point is it okay to, to, you know, unleash any firearm in such a close proximity to a child? And you're supposed to be a trained officer. You're supposed to have the wits about yourself uh, to have good judgment. And you're supposed to know, you know, when to react and, and when to just, you know, wait and, and see what's going to happen. So those are my first two examples. I'm going to go ahead and go into more recent events. And I'm going to say we're going on the other side of the fence. So you have a child terrorist who shoots up a school in Parkland, Florida. I'm not going to say his name because his name has no place coming out of my mouth or on my platform. He shot and killed 17 people. Most of the people that he killed were 14 years old. If you actually go back and look at the list of all the victims of Parkland, Florida shooting, a lot of them were 14 years old. Do you know how young that is? And then he even injured 16 people. In total, he not only affected, you know, the people that he shot at at that school, he affected a whole community. He affected people around the world. And yet this terrorist gets to be tackled by the police and you know all his clothes still intact so he's not he's his body's not out you know he's not exposed in any type of way how they do some of our our males and sisters but his his clothes were still intact and they handcuff him and and walk him away say one more time they walked him away after handcuffing there there was no gun no taser no other force other than a tackle and handcuffs used on this terrorist then to keep going on, um, and, and, you know, again, you know, this is another flashback, rather. I'm not going to talk about the other incident that happened recently um, in Texas. I'm actually going to do a flashback. So this flashback is from three years ago. Um, it's another child terrorist who walks into a church, a place of worship, and he shoots and kills nine people. Nine brothers and sisters who just went to worship and they lost their lives because this terrorist had so much hate in his heart. The police were called to the scene and they handcuffed him, took him to get his favorite fast food that he wanted, and then booked him and even was able to have a conversation with his parents, nonetheless. So, you know, with that being said, just reflect on those four stories I told you and how each one of them were handled. You had boys who were armed, who took out mass amounts of people. I know you don't think that 17 or 16 injured people or nine people are massive. A person is a person. Anything more than one, that's a mass. And that's horrible. You had somebody who actually had a will to go and take other people's lives. But then you had somebody like Philando who wanted to protect his family, who actually went through the proper channels to get a license to carry, was wanting to sit here and show the officer, hey, I'm not going to hurt you, but just want to let you know I do have a weapon. But he gets gunned down six times before he can even show the weapon. 
Then you have the 22-year-old in California who gets gunned down. And, and again, you know, it's, it's still in the air as to what, for what reason. And he didn't get shot, you know, just one time, 20 times. 20 bullet holes went through his body. And, you know, that's going to let that I'm, I'm going to actually go a little bit further with this. Think about it. You had also Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice, he didn't get to talk to his mom or dad whenever he was just in the park playing with a toy gun before he was shot and killed. Then you had Jordan Davis, who didn't get to enjoy a fast food meal or speak to his parents or even get a case before he was gunned down just for, you know, playing loud music in the car with his friends. Also, where it began, where it seemed like this all started from here, Trayvon Martin didn't get to make it back home with his Skittles and tea when he was just walking home because he looked suspicious in his hoodie and he just didn't look right. So folks, when I'm talking about white privilege, granted the three boys that I just now talked to you guys about, they weren't killed by officers, but they never even received justice through the system. And that's the point that I want to make. The system acquitted all charges against their murderers. Again, I'm not going to say accused. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, those were the victims. No, their murderers were acquitted of all charges. And, you know, that is what we mean, folks, when we talk about white privilege and black privilege is being is non-existent. So um, I know that today is a hot topic issue, but it is something that needs to be talked about. It's something that needs to be voiced and it's something that we all really need to reflect on. Um, we are going to go ahead and take another short break here. The tune I'm going to drop you guys' way is Mood Music by Evil Needle. This is on the Naturalist Experience.
And hello, loves, you are tuned into the Naturalista experience. Today's topic was privilege. What side are you on? We're talking about black and white privilege. What I want you guys to take away from today's show is the message that you know, I was trying to bring across. I want to let you guys know that we have to come to an understanding on both sides to make things better because we cannot, as a people, keep going on like this. And when I say as a people, I'm not talking about black, I'm not talking about white, I'm not talking about Hispanic, Asian, or whatever else. I'm talking about being humans. We, as a people, being humans, we cannot continue on this path. So I just really hope that today opened your eyes. I hope it's going to, you know, have some conversation conversations going. I hope it's going to broaden your horizon. Um, If you guys want to find, follow me, also tune in, uh, check me out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also check out my YouTube channel as well as follow and subscribe to me on blog talk radio make sure that you guys go on to patreon.com forward slash katie naturalista and if you have any other questions or anything that you like to follow up on follow up with me about just go to naturalistapublishing.com thank you so much for your support loves i hope you all have a wonderful night katie naturalista out Thank you.